0: What do you do when your whole pregnancy and motherhood fantasy doesn't play out the way you expected? We're talking about it in this week's Lady Parts Doctor podcast episode, part two of my conversation with mompreneur Whitney Turner, but first... The Lady Parts Doctor Podcast is a health podcast focusing on issues that affect women and those assigned female at birth. However, it is for everyone. This is our safe place to talk about things that matter to you, involving your spiritual, mental, and physical health. It's not medical advice, it's medical information. We talk and I give you the evidence with a little of my personal and professional experience sprinkled in. So, Sit back, relax, grab your water, coffee, tea, wine, whatever it is, you know I have my thermos next to me of water (laughs) and let's go. Hello and welcome to the Lady Parts Doctor podcast. I am Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor, and I am so excited to have you back for part two of our conversation about the motherhood mindset with special guest Whitney Turner. Last week, we just had some different conversations about what is thrust upon you whenever you find out you're pregnant, what you think of going into pregnancy, what you think of about pregnancy, about motherhood. And you guys, as always, you always come through and have the best commentary. Um, And the, it was so relatable, like the conversation with Whitney was so relatable and you really related to it, so thank you. This is a reminder, if you enjoyed that episode, go wherever you listen, you can pause it right now, And leave a positive review. Again, this is how we help find our people so they know that we are having the conversations that they want to have and they can weigh in. Well, this week we are continuing that conversation and we are getting into some of the things that aren't talked about as much, specifically the loneliness of new motherhood, which you don't quite expect, and how you might lose some friends. You're definitely going to gain some friends, but you could lose some friends too. So I am not going to delay anything. We are going to get right into it. We're picking up here as Whitney details how her mindset had to change, how she had to pivot when she found herself becoming a mother in a situation that, she, that didn't fit what her fantasy about motherhood or becoming a mother was. Let's go.
1: So I really wanted to be more so realistic and take, like I said, my experiences. And that's why I keep stressing that because that was like such a huge like day to day part of it for me because I didn't want to have like expectations that I was going to feel a certain way or look a certain way or have like a grandiose like support system I I took it as like motherhood is it's really just going to be me and my kids at the end of the day of course you're going to have a partner but as a mother like so much falls on you at the end of the day Mm -hmm. that like I knew that I had to be ready for that step Mm -hmm. I couldn't want to be main priority is Whitney all the time and you know I I feared like kind of like divorcing myself for like full time and like being able to do whatever I want and just kind of you know living I'm not going to say vain but I had nothing else to worry about you know what I mean besides right. myself
0: like, Yeah it's not it's not vain <laughs> you're just like you're living your life based yeah. on where you are in the current moment and where you are in the current moment was a woman with no kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, what do I want to do today? I don't want to get my nails done. Let's go here. Let's do this. So it was kind of just like free. And I, I feel like I was always scared to just give up that freedom Mm -hmm. to just whatever, whatever, or take a nap and not wake up early and not have any like mandatory responsibilities outside of my business, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so many things changed with motherhood because as that shift happened, I'm like, okay, as an entrepreneur, we have no guaranteed income for real, you know? So if I don't work, I don't get paid. I don't have maternity leave or, you know, if it's another recession or whatever, like my business is going to take a hit, but now I have kids. So it's not as just like, okay, we're in a recession. (laughs) Yeah. I'll figure it out. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I guess we're just going to rest. We're not super busy. Um, now it's like, oh my gosh, like I have a whole dependent. I have responsibilities. I need to, you know, do this. So I feel like motherhood can- comes with so much responsibility that I was almost kind of like intimidated by it in a sense. Mm-hmm. So motherhood has definitely woken some things up inside of me that I didn't know that I had. Um, and I feel like it was a step for me to mature in a way, and become who I pictured to be as a future, like the future woman that I wanted to be. Because I always like kind of say, like, where do I want to be in five years, 10 years? Like, who am I working to be a better person? Like, the changes that I wanted to evolve in myself. And like it was more so like, okay, so now that I have a kid, like, I have to like, be her. It's not like, oh, right. Just, like, I have to be her. Um, So what do I need to do? So it kind of like, helped me align my footsteps a lot better becoming a mother um outside of just being myself because like I said I had so much freedom it was just kind of like on the back burner like I'm working towards it but like ethically morally with responsibilities and time management I feel like motherhood really woke that up inside of me um because like oh I have my annual dentist appointment or oh I have my annual you know lady doctor appointment like I guess I'll just reschedule. I don't really feel like going today. Like that doesn't work for me, but now it's just like, no, like with pregnancy, you have to keep those dates. Like this is my ultrasound for this week. Or I had to always get two week, you know, cervical checks. So Mm -hmm. it really made me stay on top of things and like appointments and even taking vitamins all every day. Like I had to take care of myself and it wasn't a choice. Whereas like when you're, Like it's just you. Like if I don't eat, I only ate one meal today. You know, you can't do that when you're pregnant. You know, you can't just be like, I need to drink more water. Like you literally feel like you're dying if
0: you you don't take
1: care of yourself.
0: No, you are. You are so correct. And I feel like pregnancy is the perfect preparation for parenthood because, in pregnancy, in a way, like your body isn't. It's not your own anymore. You know, and so you first practice that giving over to someone else, like. I couldn't stop the baby growing. If I wanted to, the baby's going to grow. My body's going to change. These things are going to happen. And I need to make sure they're monitored appropriately. I need to make sure. So it's like, you're right. Like the pregnancy begins that practice of responsibility that then when you have the baby and you need to continue, you know, for most people, it just it's just a natural transition into this is what's next. But I wanted to comment on how awesome it is that you were able to manage that mindset shift and that shift of perspective um when you were saying that uh you were just managing your expectations and I think because I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up with pregnancy and motherhood and marriage and like just a lot of things is being able to say this is the person I was this is what I thought this person would be and now I'm here And now I understand that I am still, you know, this, I am a transformation of the person that I was, but it won't necessarily align with the expectations I had when I knew nothing about it. You know, I think that's the hardest thing because we think from a perspective of having no idea what it encompasses, we have expectations placed upon it. And then you get there and you're like, well, I didn't factor in all of these things when I was just a person from the outside looking in, having thoughts. Like I thought that growing up, even though I knew I was going to be a doctor, I thought that I would have all my kids before I was 30. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, well, I'll have three kids. Like I always wanted three kids and I'll have three kids before I'm 30 and no part of my life. Like I started med school when I was 23. No part of my life was set up for that, you know, life, but I never adjusted it. And then, you know, eventually I just like, didn't think about it because I was so busy working, but then I got there and then I'm like, all right, well, I have to manage my expectations. Like I'm not, I'm not 30 (laughs) (laughs) first and foremost. Um, But also what, what I had in mind also was an idea of like one from someone who was like 10 having this thought and also someone who was 20 years you know, making that decision based on what was happening in the world and what the culture was like 20 yeah. years prior and like so much has changed. Like, what has been the most surprising thing for you? Would you say about this experience?
1: The most surprising has been, it has been how much I realized, how much I was blind to um, and how much I kind of, how many friendships weren't genuine? I feel mm, like. Tell more. <laughs> the tea's kind of hot. Um, but like I, <laughs> ooh, fresh now.
0: As yeah, I so sip my tea, so actually tea. <laughs> is what I'm drinking from my little thermos.
1: So I just feel like so much was just kind of like um, I was kind of like, like you say, like you mourn yourself, um, the growth, the expectations. And I guess what I did have expectations on, of course, like my best friends of like over a decade being my best friends, you know, on this journey, being who I, I guess, ended up needing them to be as I kind of changed. And I feel like that was a big slap in the face um, because my life changed, you know, so certain friends that... I, you know, saw after or had certain conversations, you know, around this, these topics that I was no longer able to really feed into because the space I was in changed. A lot of those conversations ended. The check-ins ended. Um, the going out ended. The coming over just to, like, be in, you know, just to hang out ended. Um, I found myself kind of, like, lonely. And mm-hmm. I feel like that was a good thing because it was peaceful but it wasn't a good feeling i feel like i had a lot of mental funerals for like a lot of people in my life um and i feel like that was the biggest like shocker i find myself sometimes like even like bringing it up to like my partner like dang like I didn't expect like this to happen or this to end, or I didn't expect them to act like this or like, can you believe it's been 14 months since I've seen someone? So he's like, it's okay. Like, you know, and I'm grateful that I have a supportive partner with things like that. But I feel like that was so hard to like adjust to not having friends that A, are in this space or able to come in this space with you or relate.
0: What she's describing is a very common feeling that women have about motherhood and something that they didn't expect. I mean, a quick Google search, and I have, let's see, forums, this forum, this is Reddit. Motherhood is more lonely than I ever would have thought. And another Reddit, mother is, motherhood is so lonely Quora, why is motherhood so lonely and full of struggles despite being a universal experience? I mean, there are multiple articles and topics of it. Let's see this one. The Guardian. Loneliness is a struggle for new parents. Um, the truth about motherhood and loneliness. So she's not alone in that sentiment. And it's something that you're never quite prepared for and you have to learn about.
1: Um You know, even like the people that showed up to like my baby shower or the ones that just randomly checked on me or even if you weren't already a mother, you know, being able to empathize or, you know, the the want to still be in my life, I guess, changed. Um, I had some friends that as I'm entering, you know, 30 and I'm right there on the cusp of 30, like. I noticed that sometimes like in some cases, my pregnancy and like becoming a mother actually triggered some people because that's mm-hmm. what they wanted so badly. Mm-hmm. So I like a bit of like pushback envy, like kind of like resentment in a way. And I wasn't really understanding why. But now that like I take a step back and like I'm further into motherhood, I'm like, oh, like this was a sore subject. Or I remember when you said this, you know, I can see how maybe this was triggering for you in a way or you need to separate yourself to work on obtaining like a, like a, I guess a mature relationship, working on building a family and things like that, or getting to where you want to in your career. I feel like, especially with social media, like a lot of the people that maybe I weren't I wasn't as close to like physically, they see through like social media lens that like, oh, she has everything. She has a career. She has this, she has that. Now she's having a baby. Like she's fine. She has nothing to worry about. Well, like like I said, like the changes that you still incur, no matter how good your life is on paper, on social media, or even in real life, it's gonna change. You know, you're going to not fit in certain spaces and Even being completely sober for like the whole stretch, not being able to like, you know, sip wine or go out or go to a hookah lounge, like so much changes. Like I wasn't involved in any not saying I was in drama, but there was no drama to talk about because I Mm -hmm. like, oh, guess what my doctor said today? Like there wasn't
0: (laughs) wasn't, (laughs) girl, no. (laughs)
1: Girl, I dropped something on my shirt. There was nothing (laughs) to talk about. Nothing. So I feel like I mourned so many friendships and I lost some of the closest people to me and after I was bitter at a point in my pregnancy, but I took it kind of like to the chin that like things fall apart, you know, and you grow. Sometimes people aren't supposed right. to go on journeys with you. Right. Sometimes they can't really help you along the way. So kind of, I learned to be okay with myself. So it kind of forced me also to like love on myself and like get mm-hmm. closer to my partner, you know, um because so many times we're so used to like calling our friends or texting a friend um right. or we just have that conversation with our partner, or if there's a problem, you're like, no, we're going to
0: communicate about it right now.
1: Not like, can you believe like, there's no more gossiping. There's no more like frivolous conversations.
0: Oh girl. That's because you don't have enough mom friends.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because those Conversations still happen, but they're like different. And like in your, I mean, you're, you're right. And the thing is, because you had children, you're one of the younger well, no, you had other friends who are pregnant who have kids, yeah. but the majority of your friends were not. Pre- do not have kids?
1: Like, I feel like I had like about 50-50, right? But okay. I, I got closer to the friends that did not have kids. So okay. I kind of also blamed myself a little bit during my pregnancy. Like, wow, I wasn't the friend
0: that I need. But you didn't know. And I think that's right. a hard thing. Like you have, you have no way. And the thing is you can't relate to them on that level in the same way until you go through it. And you're exactly right. Like our relationships change because we have different expectations of one another and different ideas of one another. And like, Oh, you know, it could be Whitney's my home girl. I go to her when I want to talk about business, but also like, we like to go out and have fun, but like a child's going to change that, you know, that availability and like, So those expectations are there. And like, I I have thoughts too. Like I had friends who got married shortly and had kids or just had kids like shortly after we graduated from high school. And I think back about to those relationships and I'm like, man, I wasn't, they, I had expectations of them as a person who had no kids and as a single person, you know, I had, I could not relate. And so I could have been a better friend. I could have checked it versus now, as you know, like when somebody has a baby, I'm like, Hey, how's your mood? How are you right.
1: <laughs> How you feeling? How's it, baby? Like even like my mom friends that like they kind of came back around and they're like, yeah. So like things are going to be different now don't worry about it you're gonna they like kind of prepped me for it and like the check-ins you know they're like we're always here we want to talk just like extending that I feel like as a mom we we just do it like now I do it to people like they're like I'm friends with but I'm not like super close to I'm like yeah baby how's he weighing in now how many more weeks do you have like I had friends who are like did you lose your mucus plug yet are you having Braxton Hicks did you pack your hospital bag like some of my friends literally that were mom friends like they helped me build like my registry and like you know things like that so like I was super grateful for them to kind of like come back um into my life um and check in on me and like you know talk to me about certain things but it also you know like I'm changed like it changes you you know right. in a way it, like that was like a huge like shift for me you know that like my friend circle changed I physically changed you know my mm-hmm. life changed. Um, and I had posted like, you know, my story, like some throwbacks of like where I was like earlier, like the summer before or that summer before. And somebody was just like one of my followers who's also a mom friend she's was just like it's okay to mourn yourself like to look at these but please don't get caught up in you know returning to that and I feel like social media also has like this false narrative of get back to who you were before you had kids don't lose yourself yeah. and I the narrative and like the overall t- but I don't like the message that it's kind of portraying to mothers and people who are pregnant because you will never be who you were before you had kids. No, nope. And that's completely okay. If mm. anything, you didn't ever, and I tell myself this and like my clients and my students, you never want to be, you never want to have the same thing twice. You never want to go back to a certain space you were in. You always mm. want to go forward. Um, So, like, I never really had the urge to be who I was before. Like, I was like, oh, this is a new beginning. It's a fresh start. Like, I can, like, evolve. I can change Mm -hmm. my style. I can be, you know, I can. Whoever you want to be. Yeah, whoever I want to be. Like, I can do a whole new routine now. My routine changes, you know, like it was like a challenge. It was like, I'm not gonna say it was a game, but it was like a challenge to me. Like I can rewrite my life. I can decorate it. You know, I can celebrate holidays differently. now. Like I kind of took like all the goods with it. So I can like look forward to something because when you just kind of take it day by day, like, Oh, he just had a blow up, you know, like a blowout and I'm here in target. But it's just like, no, like <laughs> you need to expect these things. Like, you yeah. know,
0: Let's roll you know. with it. It's just, yeah.
1: Roll with it you know it's just a
0: blowout you know how to change a diaper it's, it doesn't <laughs> feel like that in the moment
1: <laughs> right I'm like huh oh, it's okay are you okay and he's just laughing so I'm like okay like it's mom life so not having certain expectations like for that too just kind of like made it roll like I knew like this is my little person I have to learn you so I also made it a priority to learn my child instead of just looking at him like he's a baby like he's a whole person like I want to understand your cries your tones your dislikes you know so I can kind of like make this a peaceful process of like evolving and like he can also understand me and that I'm here to like help him and love him and comfort him at the end of the day so yeah so much has changed like (laughs) so much has changed like even when it comes to just like waking up and checking my phone like it's dry like you know <laughs> either a parent um trying to check in on the baby or my boyfriend or a client it's nothing really like girl like it's just yeah. it's different now you know so but I love it it's it's peaceful here it's it's mature I, I I'm looking forward to meeting my mom circle
0: so yeah that is um that is a good place to be like i have i waited so late to have children but a number of my friends who are also i'm like met through medical school residency same like we're all having kids around the same age so when i was pregnant one of my really really good friends was also pregnant we were due at like the same time so our kids are literally one week apart uh well she has an older child too but two of our kids are one week apart and then our each our third kids are like just some number of months apart but being on that text chain and being able to text like it was nice during pregnancy but after like when we had the babies in postpartum it was golden you know for everything like oh he's not sleeping oh yeah that's that four month sleep regression oh Oh, okay (laughs) you know just like talking through it and just having that group of people and of course you know I'm always here to have those conversations with you Yes. Um. as well <laughs> but um, it like it just just having someone who is like in the thick of the weeds with you figuring it out and seeing it is like it's so nice and who are having similar social lives to you and you know finding themselves in similar places it's comforting because you're right motherhood can be very lonely and at some point that's Scale tips, I think a little bit. Like once you reach a certain age, you'll find that most people have kids, and so it's a little hard. If you don't have kids, it may be harder to find a social circle of people who are available, unless you're with the people who had kids when they were really young, and then their kids are like grown and done, and then they're like single all over again, <laughs> <laughs> single and child-free. But um, it is. It's always a matter of kind of figuring out who your people are. And you're right. Like we're all, we are all going on journeys. And they, you know, sometimes the paths intersect, sometimes they diverge, uh, or sometimes they converge, sometimes they diverge. And, um, and it's really a beautiful thing. It's all necessary in our growth and development. And yeah, so how was your transition into working? Because you mentioned being the entrepreneur, and you're right, like I was in a similar place after I had uh, my last child, my last son. I was like, okay, well, when am I going to start recording the podcast again? And I felt this pressure and I felt this pressure to actually start working before I did with any of my other pregnancies. When I was in full-term and full-time clinical practice, I was like, okay, I need to be working on a podcast. I need to be like researching and writing. So how was that transition for you kind of back into work during the postpartum period? Oh,
1: postpartum, like well, I feel like I couldn't sit down. Again. Down. I said, I couldn't sit down oh, you couldn't Sit down. down was like hard for me. Like not only physically, but like, <laughs> like everything was just hard. Like the moms get it. If you get it, you get it. But like, <laughs> it was just hard for me to just stay still. Like I was just ready to like go back to work in a way. But, but I knew like my work is like, I could go in for like two hours and come out. Like I could take one client, two clients and come out. Like it's not like I had to be like, Oh, we're gonna be here. And I was just like at first I was like he's not gonna come with me. I don't want anybody around my baby. And now I'm like, he's going wherever I go. And so I like packed him up at three weeks. Um and I was like, Come on, like we're going to work. Um and everybody wow. thought was, everybody thought I was crazy. I was still breastfeeding. Um, but I had at three weeks I had started pumping um okay. so I had started pumping so that gave me like a little freedom I felt like freedom mm-hmm. um even though I'm still on the clock to like pump so like I pumped up enough milk I would leave some at the house Pump enough, go um and like I would turn on baby sensory like hey bear and he would listen to like the little music because you couldn't really see good and like he would just be in his little stroller and he would let me work and he, sometimes he would kind of like okay she's still there and like he would just doze off and then we go home and like it was just like a little schedule so I started off like a couple days a week for a couple hours and then I would leave and then go back in but like I was definitely not on a set schedule with like work it's not like Monday through Wednesday, I'm going in 11 to 3 or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of like, we're feeling good this week. Let's take it down. Or that was a lot last week. Let's kind of like slow it down a little bit. Or let me give myself two days on, three days off. You know, just to kind of like break it up a little bit. Um, But I was able to kind of keep it up. Um, Now, I did go through a period to where it was hard. Because I'm like, "Mm -hmm, the laundry is like up to my knees. Like, Mm -hmm. what happened? Um, because like my laundry, his laundry, um, like it was just so much laundry. I'm like, Oh
0: yes.
1: (laughs) Then I'm tired. Every time I breastfeed, I want to take a nap now. Um, I feel like rushing, I'm not gonna say rushing. I feel like being so eager to go back to work. And like, I was trying to go to the grocery store, like two weeks postpartum by myself. Like I wanted to do things by myself Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to feel like I couldn't do things by myself or I was scared to have my baby alone mm-hmm. so like, I was scared the first time I went to the grocery store I was like oh please don't cry like how is this gonna go like yes. and I strapped him to me and I was just like okay like and he was strapped to me a couple times at work in the beginning because mm-hmm. I you just need to feel your baby um now like started to put him in the car seat and I would like have him close but like it was just I feel like I didn't and looking back now six months I'm like I could have sat down a little longer I could have like given myself more grace to just kind of like I feel like there's a nesting period after you have a baby that we nobody talks Mm -hmm. about like the nesting before you have a baby it kind of just hit me and then like I had the baby um but like to really nest after when you can bend over you can see your feet like I was like, oh, I can vacuum, I can, like, bend over, full cloth. like, I could do stuff again. So, like, the nesting was in, like, full effect. I found myself at, like, 1 a.m., you know, redoing my whole pantry and, like, cabinets and <laughs> in-, in the kitchen because I was like, I can finally get down here and do stuff. So, like, I feel like it kind of took away from me focusing on, like, eating and hydrating to just breastfeed and, like... Mm. Play and like, I feel like I shortened my milk supply a little bit, or like, I could have just given myself maybe more grace with certain things instead of just feeling like, oh, oh there's so much, you know, I need to do. And it could have been like the postpartum anxiety kicking in too, that like mm-hmm. sitting down and having a baby, I was scared that I would not want to go back to work. I think mm-hmm. part of that was there. Like, I knew I couldn't be a, like a complete just stay at home mom, like housewife. So like, I was like, I, I need to go back. Like, I don't want to love just this life when I know I have to go back. And I didn't want my baby to get too comfortable to where like, he's just like, we're at work. Why are we here? I don't want to be here. So yeah. I was just kind of like kind of like, coaching him and myself as well. to like, this is what we do. Like we go to work for a couple hours, we come home, you know, we go to work for a couple hours, we come home, but the balance was hard. Like, even now I find myself some days like, oh, I'm just going to take off two days. Um, I need to do laundry. I need to like rest, you know, like I just want to like hold my baby and like be at home for a little bit. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, go back to work and like for a couple days and then like just giving myself more like plan time because the transition is way different. Like the whole like I'm going to get gas in the morning with the baby and be on time for clients is like a joke.
0: Like <laughs> being on time is a joke, like for a, a period of time.
1: <laughs> it is. Like, not, um, And like when they're so new, it's like, it's not even the baby, it's like me, because now I'm like a cow. So I have to like make sure I'm pumping on schedule for how long I'm going to be gone or do I pack mm-hmm. my pump and like the milk, is it going to last this long? So it was just like, it's a whole game, I guess, um, in the beginning that you're just playing and then stuff changes. So like, I feel like I mastered one step and then it changed like the newborn helpless couple week old month to month. Then it changes. He's like three months now. Then it changes. He's like four months. And then now he's six months and he's like a completely different baby. You yeah. know, he's like talking, trying to and like crawl and move. Um, I like had him in the car seat and like I he was hot. So I like, you know, readjusted him at work. And he like looked up at me and I looked over. I'm like, hey, and he leaned back down, watched his show, had his little blah, blah. And then I look back and he's like holding the side of the car seat. Like, I was like, like, oh my God. So I'm like, okay, things are like a little spicy now. Like you just, your baby's always changing. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like the adjustment never stops because you're nope. constantly adjusting to them. Like, oh, okay, I could put you and lay you here. And like, you're fine. You're chilling, you know can't like and then now it's just like you're gonna walk out the room no you're not so it's <laughs> like so much changes um mm-hmm. uh, like I used to like lay him on the like in his little like little portable little bed with blankets and like have him down there while I'm like folding clothes and now he's just like am not gonna do that
0: mm-hmm. and then right? you're, like, w- looking forward to the walking right but then they yeah. start walking and they're everywhere yeah everywhere
1: I'm not I'm not excited to baby proof like I am excited and I I, sometimes I catch myself when I like say stuff like that like I'm dreading it because I'm like no like I'm actually super happy that like he's developing and able to because like yeah my my perspective you know I have to you have to be grateful when you have a kid because you like certain milestones you know some people like it it doesn't happen you know right,
0: and they have a more Difficulty. There's just more difficulty with the different steps and raising it right? And not all children have the same abilities.
1: So yeah. I'm like, he's like grateful, like yes, like every milestone, I'm like clapping, even though I'm like, whoo, things are about to get spicy in here. <laughs> like I was holding him before bed, like he's fighting his sleep now, and he's like yanking over my artificial plant. So I'm like, wow, I didn't even know you could reach that. So it's like. <laughs> being like more aware or like I do my hair and he's like pulling it out I'm like please it's not glued down don't do that I'm just, <laughs> coming, like, just different all around um with adjusting and I feel like I'm entering that stage to where maybe uh, he might not be able to come to work with me like he used to because he's too busy so I'm like hmm Trying to mentally prepare for that because I don't want to leave him. So I'm like, do I yeah. try to cancel out, you know, services and for a while and try different avenues or like,
0: can you, you take know, him in a trap? Will he, will he go in a pack and play? Like, does he get upset
1: in a pack and play? He's gonna be like, what am I doing here? But I feel like I need to start
0: introducing that
1: more as well. I feel like he might do well in the pack and play. Um,
0: that might help you, you know, just no, in your no. transition. If That'll you can, be, yeah, yeah, give him stuff to keep him busy, and yeah. they have the travel pack and plays that are easier to like take with you. Maybe he'll even fall asleep in it. You never yeah. know,
1: right? <laughs> like now, I'm like he can hold his own bottle. He can get it. He can pick it up. He can. He has his like toys. You know, uh-huh. he he can sit up. Some he can't sit up on his own, but he can sit up like yeah. when you play. So like sometimes you know you know, he's busy. So I'm hoping to kind of like, I feel like with a baby, I'm learning and I'm could be wrong. Cause like all the moms who have kids older might be like, "Ha, ha, ha that's cute. She thinks that, but like, <laughs> you know, like maybe I'm like, if I like start introducing him to things before, like I can kind of like, get it to like oh look at you at the pack and play at home playing like now I'll do it at the shop why
0: yeah no you definitely um, can if he if he just gets co- yes you can do that
1: okay so I'm like we'll hope um so I'm trying to just get him like into like the swing of things and like learn where he's at now like okay you don't want to sit in your car seat I can understand that you're busy so i adjusting to everything and you like before i'm like oh i'll just bring the swing he can just swing and watch it he's not gonna sit in the swing
0: no so <laughs> now no. for maybe a you know he'll sit for a little while
1: yeah like 30 minutes you know i take a little cat nap. wake up like whoa i didn't mean to do that give <laughs> <Get> me out <laughs> so, right yeah so i'm just definitely taking it with a transition but it also was like the, it's putting a fire under me to keep progressing and not become comfortable as a business owner. Like I told myself, I didn't want to only do services, you know, for forever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to just be a service provider. I want to dive more into other avenues in like the beauty industry. So I feel like he's also pushing me, you know what I mean? Because I'm mm-hmm. looking at and what he's doing and then I'm looking at how it's, Making certain things a little bit more uncomfortable for me, and I'm like, this could be the push to, you know, spend less energy into that and more energy behind the scenes to change, you know, the direction, pathways yeah. that I'm going.
0: Sorry, it's okay. So he's motivating you, or like giving you additional because you you're already motivated, but he's giving you additional motivation to make those changes.
1: Yeah, he's giving me like that push, like that, okay, you can want to do it all you want. You can be motivated, but like
0: get to it. Like,
1: come on, mom. We just have all day. Yeah.
0: And mom, I believe in you. I trust in you. I'm dependent on you. Like right. come on, mom. <laughs> I know you got it. So with that said, I know that you are a busy woman um, and you have things to do. But my last question for you is can you like what what information would you share with soon to be moms and recent new moms about this journey okay you've shared so much like amazing i really, you have such a healthy perspective that i think is so healthy just for your physical but also your mental and spiritual growth so i i love that and i am so thankful that you were able to share your perspective in a way that is relatable to anyone who's gone through the experience, but is there anything else that you would want to like say to them or any words of encouragement or just thoughts?
1: Um, I would say to them, I would, well, for you guys that are new moms or about to be new moms, definitely be gentle with yourself. We're so gentle with our newborns, but also be gentle with yourself, you know, understand that changes can happen Um, and not be hard on yourself. Because like I said, a lot of stuff is temporary, you know, like I was, caught up in like myself and like maintaining a certain appearance but like I lost my edges like it's fine they grew back you know like things happen you know and it's it's completely okay um so like if certain things happen with like your body changing you know be kind to yourself give yourself grace you know be patient with yourself like everything is changing just because you may have snapped back or you your baby's here and like you're done like the six week postpartum period, like your body's still healing, your mental is changing. So like everything still is getting back situated and like you have to do a lot of work within yourself, you know? So don't be pressured to be who you were before. Um, don't be pressured to fit back in the spaces that you were in, you know, kind of let this be like a fresh start, a new chapter. Like if you Like I kind of say as like a new journal woman now, like I'm writing a whole new story now and enjoy the moments because take as many pictures because you just looking back, it's like, it's so rewarding to know that like I birthed and I'm like taking care of a whole like human and I'm watching you grow, you know? Um, And I always say like a lot of times, a lot of my like clients and students are like, I just want better now that I have a kid. And it's like, it's completely obtainable. You know, you just have to write it into your story. I feel like that would be like the best advice. You know, people leave your life, let them, you know, like I said, this is a whole new chapter of you. And it can be a little scary. But if you just are gentle and kind to yourself, and like, you really spend time with in your space with you and your baby, you just try to make everything as as healthy and peaceful as possible, even if it's, like, your home environment. Do what you need to do, like, that you can do to, like, make it as conducive as possible, even if it takes, like, just going on a walk and then, like, coming home and taking a nap. Sometimes we just need those days as, like, moms, and I, I feel like sometimes I feel guilty, but, like, I say do it if you can. Definitely give yourself as much grace. and.
0: I love, I mean, I've I- I think that is perfect advice. And I think that's advice that we we know is important. Also, it's a reminder to ourselves, you know, because I, I tell people that as well, but I also have to tell myself that because yeah. that mom guilt is real. Oh, the oh, mom oh. guilt is. And, and other people are happy to pull the mom guilt on you. You're like, I already feel guilty. I don't need you to add to my mom guilt. <laughs>
1: yeah. I Sometimes I'm like, oh, back in my little bubble because, please
0: stop. (laughs) Right. Like, no, thanks. I'm I'm okay over here. With that said, how can people find you one, if they want your services, um, do you want to tell them where they can find you for your services? And then two, if they want to connect with you and any of your social medias.
1: Okay. Um, so if you guys would be interested in any services or anything like that, my business name is the artistry vault um my instagram handle is i am whitney alexandria um and you can find all of my business um links and attachments on my personal page um if you go on my business page you can see my website bookings things that i offer i even offer mentorships now um as well so i just if you guys want to reach out i'm I'm, I chat. Uh, so I'm open. You can like talk to me. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, oh my gosh. um. But yeah, like you definitely connect to me. I'm not really big on TikTok. Um, but I do sometimes tap into YouTube, but that's also on my page. If you guys are interested.
0: And we will also make sure that there is a link when you go to the ladypartsdoctor.com website. Under the podcast guest section, you will also find a picture of Miss Whitney Turner in addition to links to her website if you want to find her and connect with her. So Whitney, I'm so happy that we finally were able to get you on the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Dr. Stephanie. I told you that episode was going to be about the motherhood transition and so much more. And wasn't it wasn't that a great conversation? Again, I love her mindset and how she transformed her mindset for that motherhood experience as someone who has 3 kids and made that motherhood transition about 6 years ago. That's something that I regularly work on. So, I hope you enjoyed that episode and having Whitney on as much as I did. We'll have to get her back. With that said, I encourage you to connect with her. It's always great to add to your mom community. And even if you're not a mom, and I encourage you as always to connect with me, you know, again, I love it when we chat. You can connect with me through Instagram at ladypartsdoc, that's L-A-D-Y-P-A-R-T-S- D-O-C. You can also connect with me on threads, on Twitter, on TikTok. I mean, I'm in all the places. (laughs) And send me an email at drhack, D-R-H-A-C-K at ladypartsdoctor.com. I love to hear from you. And often it is your commentary that helps me put together the content for the next episode. Before you go, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to pause wherever you're listening and leave a positive review. It is reviews like yours that let our people know that we're here. We're here. We're having these conversations and this way everybody can benefit. So please do that. I wish you a happy holidays. My goal is to have one more episode out before the holidays come. And then I have some things that I'm really interested in trying in the new year, which may or may not include another podcast. So stay tuned. If you want to get that information, if you want to be up to date, as far as all the things that are available, I have a guide, a free guide that's coming out before the end of the year. Go to ladypartsdoctor.com and subscribe to the blog. And that way you will get all the information first, all the resources first. Okay. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's going to be a lot more coming that way. Happy holidays and until next time.